0: Yo, what's going on? You tuned in to a brand new episode of the Straight Facts Podcast. Um, before we get started in this episode, as you can see, I'm not by myself. I got a guest. I got Sorry. my first Dallas guest on my on ep- on my on my podcast, so we're going to rap about a lot of things. We're going to talk about some real touchy subjects or whatever. I'm pretty sure y'all going to love this episode. This is probably going to be one of my like favorite episodes to record because it's going to be hitting on some real raw, true shit. Yes, sir. I finally found somebody who can honestly... Um, basically compare to the same type of traumas and shit that i've gone mm. through on a daily and still go through but um uh, before we get into that man i want to give a big shout out to everybody who tuned into episode 42 um i want to give a big shout out to the rose room podcast for having me on a podcast y'all gotta check that podcast out we did that today um that should be dropping today too y'all should be able to catch that or whatever it's at the rose room y'all can uh search that on instagrams at the rose room podcast check that out let me know what y'all think about it uh again shout out to y'all for having me on your podcast piece of prosperity to y'all hopefully they are new up and coming podcasts so if y'all have not if y'all looking for a new podcast to tune into and, and listen to and vibe to i definitely feel like y'all are like theirs shout out to the rose room again but uh this episode 43 I got my dog on here. Yes, sir. My first Dallas guest. Uh, Clint, introduce yourself, bro.
1: Man, my name is Clinton Lee. I'm originally from Chesterfield, Virginia. Moved out here August 2020. And uh, just, man, just a new opportunity, new state, just vibing out here. And, you know, I, I met uh, Denzel at, on, on the job. And, man, mm-hmm. we just vibe. as soon as we Virginia. just hit off. Yeah.
0: Yeah man, uh like I said, brody my first guest. Uh I don't know too much about Virginia. He don't know too much about Milwaukee so we basically going, you know what I mean, get each other familiarized with our hometowns. But um yeah, dog, how you feeling today?
1: Man, I'm doing real good, bro. Just uh got up, did some school work. Yeah. Um uh, man, just trying to better myself. Uh, I went to the gym early this morning. So Okay, okay. Yeah man, and hey, I'm here with you now, so is going good, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah. My beard look better than his too, by the
1: way. Man, nah, hey, look, hey look, before I came, no, before I came, I was good. I was straight raising my stuff up, <laughs> make it look nice. Yo, she yeah. good. You good? Yeah, I'm yeah, still kind of yeah. rough around it. I'm, I'm
0: <laughs> still waiting for a haircut Friday, dog. I'm gonna get my haircut. Yeah, but um, Virginia, dog, how was it? How was it living out there,
1: bro? All right, so VA. Most people don't think Virginia is country. Um. Virginia is very country. Um, the only part I feel like is like real big city is Northern Virginia, or you got your 757 area, um, Norfolk, Hampton, um, that area. But where I grew up, man, it's country. It's it's woods. And um, I don't know if you can tell by my accent, but man, I'm I'm a, I'm a whole country boy. And um, yeah. But VA is, man, when they say Virginia is for lovers, like, VA has got the vibe. It's cool. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Y'all got any hoods or anything out there, bro? Man, man, so many hoods, man. <laughs> God dang. You don't even think about hoods when it comes to Virginia. <laughs> I think about slave masters and
0: shit like that.
1: Honestly, like, that's, and that's crazy. People don't think, like, people here, they think, its country it's the south i get it it's the south but i really do believe south and country yes. is two different things um it's like we just got a we got a country area we got a suburban area and then you got your hooded areas mm-hmm. i try to stay out of those but um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um the hoods in VA is a little different than out here like out here you just got rough areas um but they don't have like them concrete project buildings like out in VA, like <laughs> um, thick concrete. I'm talking cinder block. Yeah. Like you walk in the house, you on cinder block. So, um, I mean, it's 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 a lot of that, especially downtown Richmond, it, right in the capital. So. See, I didn't, um, I
0: wouldn't even think that it'd be a hood downtown. Downtown sound like it's like you shopping, it's malls, it's luxury. Like that's how it is in the city. That's Lu- how it is in Milwaukee.
1: It's supposed to be like luxury, um, you know, nice condos, skyscrapers, a lot of business going on, a lot of money being made, you know, heavy traffic, like like any major city. But it's crazy how you have so many hoods and projects in the in the capital of your of yeah. your own state. Like yeah. um, I just felt like Virginia, oh, yeah. being with the history and stuff, Like I, I felt like they de- just need to clean Richmond up. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, so how was Milwaukee, bro?
0: No, see, I never been to Virginia, bro, never been to Milwaukee. I think when I try to explain Milwaukee to people, a lot of people look at it as, oh, y'all up there, there's white people up there, there's
1: cows up there, there's this up there, there's country up there. <laughs> I, I ain't going to hold you. I thought it was a lot of cheese, a lot of cows, <laughs> like, I I don't know. Bro. I mean, bro, that's
0: Wisconsin, period. Like, we big on cheese and dairy. Like, we the dairy state. So it's like, there's a difference between those other cities in Wisconsin and Wisconsin and Milwaukee, bro. Milwaukee oh, is the city, bro. okay, like, okay. That's the city. So it's like in Milwaukee, it's not nothing like what my, what people think it is. People look at it as like, oh, damn, Milwaukee is just a bunch of hippie motherfuckers and shit like that. No, bro, the city is rough. The city's bad, bro. Wow. Like we are damn near like the number we like we top five when it comes to murder rate we top five for comfort poverty top five racism wow. of shit bro milwaukee ain't what a lot of people think it is but a lot of people look at milwaukee as it's like this badass place like i love my city bro i love milwaukee like wow i just feel like you gotta be the, you gotta be from there to have to have love for it you know what yeah. I mean? if you're a motherfucker that's moving to milwaukee or you somebody on the outside looking in like yourself like right. I won you... Okay, it's understood if you be like, oh, hell no. No, I ain't moving out there, my nigga. But like, (laughs) me being me is like, I always felt like wherever you go in life, dog, even down here in Dallas, you know, it's just big. I'm big on minding my business. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when you mind your business, bro, it really ain't no... Yeah. Really ain't too much shit that you got to sit back and worry about as far as like getting into some bullshit Mm -hmm. or having somebody or having somebody get on your ass and shit like that. But... You know, even though shit like that is um you can't you can't you can't stop that type of shit. It's right. gonna happen or it ain't gonna happen. Right. But for the most part, dog, like I don't really um got any like I got like crazy childhood shit that happened, but we gonna get into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean like other than that, bro, as an adult, like I love my city. Like, shout out to mm-hmm. Milwaukee, dog.
1: Okay. You you ever see yourself moving back? Like throughout your, you know, life can be real long.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, we were, you 31, I'm 30. So, your 40s, your 50s, your, do you ever see yourself going back to your city?
0: I mean, I see myself going back to visit. Okay. But I don't see myself going back to live. I feel like um, this decision to move down here and leave my hometown, bro, is probably like the. The biggest risk I've ever took, and I ain't gonna even sit here and cap to you. Like yeah. there is times where you be like, "Damn, like did I make the right decision?"
1: Absolutely. Like
0: it, there is those type of times where you think that to yourself. But for the most part, dog, I think that shit is just natural. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's natural to feel that way or, or look at something that way, especially when you're going through some type of adversity. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But for the most part, bro, no, I won't. Uh, I'm good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> what yeah, about I, you? You wanna move back to VA? Man, I, I'm I'm the same way. Like I feel like VA will always hold a special place in my heart. I would love to visit. Oh man, but I I moved for a reason, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. and I think that uh, I I think Texas is is gonna be home for me. I I love Texas, bro. Yeah.
0: yeah. You you've been you've been here a couple of times before you even decided to move down here.
1: Man, um, like all right. I'm gonna take you back to when I say I was from the country, the woods. Facts. Um, not just a bunch of land. Like out here, you might go to certain areas, and it's just a lot of land. Mm-hmm. Um, bro, where I'm from is woods. Like, and, and when I tell you the quality of life coming out <laughs> here, I, I couldn't. I would never have that in Virginia. Um, it's just not the same it's yeah things are a lot it's it's booming out here yeah yeah so um yeah i love va though but nah texas going
0: (laughs) going back yeah Yeah. Yeah, going back but um what was your like what was it bro that made you be like you know what um i'm gone like i'm leaving i'm going to texas that's where i'm going i'm leaving my hometown uh, this is where i want to be
1: man um I don't even wanna talk about the trauma right now. Um We're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. But I think if if I can just say this, um man, I, I just feel like since I got out of high school, everything I've tried to do to make it in this world, every, every a lot of the relationships I've made, a lot of the like family, I'm not gonna say I was mishandled. I'm not gonna say maybe I didn't see the right people and what they was trying to do with me in the relationships. But, man, for me, it was just, man, I just needed a whole new area, new faces to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I tried. you know, working these warehouse jobs, distribution jobs, that's cool and all. But I just felt like in VA, if you don't go to school, if you don't have your own business, man... Your life is always gonna be in the warehouses, in the distribution mm-hmm. centers. Mm-hmm. And um man, that's all it is out there. Um, and then the opportunity again, I'ma say this again, the opportunity was not there. Mm-hmm. Um I come out here, nothing but opportunity. Like if if you come here and you if you don't have a job, some it ain't Texas, it's you. Yeah. Um the it's so think, much opportunity.
0: It is, but the, I think the bone that's threw in there is, like, the pay. You know what I mean? Like, Man, we ain't going to <laughs> ain't gonna get into that.
1: We ain't going to get into
0: that, We ain't going to get into that. We ain't going to talk about We ain't going to get into that. But at the same time, it's just like, yes, there's a lot of window of opportunity mm-hmm. down here. It's so fucking big down here. So, yeah. the opportunities is endless. Yeah. But, I mean, I just feel like sometimes, like, the pay ain't paying. Like, it ain't.
1: Man, it's, it's like... It's like people don't mind working hard for less out here. Yeah. Um, Don't get me wrong. You got your areas like Frisco, Plano, Allen, where it's like every other person you see probably makes six figures. Mm -hmm. Um, But where we're at, like that Dallas area, um, that Garland, Mesquite, man, it's just a lot of, it's just people don't. They're okay
0: with certain bullshit. Yeah, They're yeah. like,
1: they don't mind making $16 an hour Yeah, as a grown man. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. like, I can see if you was maybe 21, 18, you get out of high school, you're trying to figure your life out, cool. But if, if, if you over 30 and you cool with $15, $16, man, I got, I got to question your drive. I got to question, you know, what you want out of life
0: yeah you know. yeah yeah you a different type of nigga like for real yeah yeah. but my decision on locating relocating bro was you know I, my family lived down here so this was somewhere that mm-hmm. people knew every birthday every january i came down here for texas came wow. down here to texas and summertime i came down here to texas so this was always yeah. like a second home to me so i just felt like uh it was time to pull the trigger absolutely it was yeah. time to make something happen i just felt like um I got to a point in my life where I was like, I ain't taking enough risks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I ain't taking, and I feel like if you ain't taking a risk, bro, you really ain't yeah. living. You're like you falling back. It's yeah, like you're like taking you, you steps stagnant. back. Yeah, like it's like you're you comfortable where you at. And it's like, I think the the biggest deficiency in that is like, what, what's hidden is people don't understand that when you do take a risk, it's not peaches and cream, bro. You're going to struggle. Mm-hmm. You're going to go broke. Yeah, you want to have less sometimes, but that's just the whole yeah. concept of taking a new uh, yeah. trail to a new adventure. That you, you know, what I mean, that you see for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like it ain't. That's the thing that a lot of people hide. They make it seem like when you relocate, you just up like you winning. You winning, but no. <laughs> but you gonna have times, dog, when you ain't winning, bro. And the thing yeah. is, you gotta have that mental stability for yourself, or you gotta be, you gotta have that comfort. You gotta have that uh, security within yourself to know that. You know, this is something that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. There's something that may be happening for the next month or two. But this ain't some shit that's gonna be happening, you know, down the road Absolutely. five months from now, six months from now. You know what I mean? If Absolutely. it's still happening like that five months, six months from now, I gotta question of your drive. <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you gotta make a pivot real quick. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Bro. Real.
0: It ain't always pictures of cream though. So for those who 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 looking into relocating, like I feel like even though there is times when I sit back and I question, that I make the right decision? I feel like this was the best decision I made for myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like, um, it was the best decision that I made for my podcast. And, you know, I mean, I just feel like it was a majority, majority of it was just a a business and love decision. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So my relocation to Texas, uh, I don't regret it, bro. I, I did. Yeah. I did it. Like I said, it's it's not it's not all peaches and cream. Yeah, motherfucker ain't living lavishly yet. Right. But you know what I mean. I made that first step. Yeah. And if you one of them people that's still trying to figure mm-hmm. out if this is for you to make, even if it ain't Texas, like just mm-hmm. make the first step, bro. Like yeah. don't be scared to jump off the porch, my nigga. You can't stand yeah. on that motherfucker too long.
1: Yeah. And it starts with that first step. Like I don't want you guys to say, think like, okay, dang, well they said something about this and that. No, Texas is great. So if if you think about moving, you know, you really gotta ask yourself. You know, don't don't have take your family's word into consideration. Yeah. But you really gotta do it for you. Yeah. And yours. And and that it starts with that first step. And if you can do that, you' on your way. Cause just being stagnant, procrastinating, just c- creating excuses mm-hmm. for yourself—that that's when you start to take steps back. Facts. So yeah.
0: So when you when you decide to move to Texas, bro, did you have a plan, or it was just some shit you just said, "Fuck it."
1: Man, no plan. Babe. Everybody <laughs> everybody thought I was crazy. All, all my guys, I used to work with. I used to work um, in Walmart distribution, and um, man, them guys. They just, I, just felt it like they were just looking at me like, man, you really finna move all the way out there, just you and your fiance, and it's, man, like, that, di- like, I feel like diamonds were created, like you gotta, you, you gotta do something outside your norm, mm-hmm. um, to get a, a feeling of fulfillment once you finally accomplish your goal. Mm-hmm. Man, that fulfillment is everything, yeah. and uh, I mean, people thought I was crazy at first, but. No plan. Um. Now we we did n- we did know a month, <laughs> two months. <laughs> we did know what we was doing. We was just stacking up, you know, and just you know, it's a lot of things that we had to finish up, like our lease agreement, all that. We just wanted to make sure everything was done. And um, uh, but yeah, 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 bro.
0: I didn't have a plan, bro. Wow. I felt like honestly, I knew this is what I was going to do yeah. down the line. But I didn't know it was going to be as quick as right. it was. You know what I mean? I knew I was going to move. How quick did it. you
1: know? Like, like. Like, how much the, time I had to prepare? Yeah, the moment you said, all right, I'm going there. Like, how much time?
0: Okay, I'm going to tell you some crazy shit, bro. This is real. This is a real story, dog. Okay, okay. My girl, we decided in the top of 2021. It was January of 2021. I was down here in Dallas for my birthday, of course. And um, she was back in the city, Milwaukee. And she like. Yo, before next year, I'm moving to Dallas, and I'm like,
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm like,
0: I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I was like, Hold on. I said, what? <laughs> she was like, yeah. She said, yeah. By the time, uh, by the end of the year, I want to be moving to Dallas, and I'm like, you know, being a man, you like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, you're like, okay. <laughs> like, you're like, okay, like you, because it's January, so I'm looking at us. I got so much time. And she has so much time that mm-hmm. she may change her mind. I right, might change right. my mind. So I didn't have all my eggs in. Okay. So I'm like, well, cool. I just agreed. Like, okay, we can do that. So, nigga, October rolls around. You know, if you know these years, they move. They move. Yes, they do. I feel like once you turn 30, bro, 25. Once you turn 25, bro, shit just go yes. for some odd ass reason. But
1: yeah. I'm right. like, okay. Like, bro, like, just to piggyback off you just said, like, you know how when you're on your phone and your photos and they give you, like, the memories? Yeah. Bro, it was a memory from, like, last year, and I really thought that was, like, a couple months ago. Time is moving, bro. It's
0: moving like a motherfucker, dog. It's moving. But back in October, she hit me like, yo, I signed the lease. And I'm like... Okay. So I'm like so now bro I'm like I'm panicking now. Right, I'm in Vegas. Nigga, right, right. Like, I'm in Vegas. Oh I'm so. in Vegas for a bachelor party, bro. So I'm, pa- wow. I'm 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 in Vegas when I get the news and I'm like I'm like okay so now what? And she like well they accepted it and I'm like Okay so now what? <laughs> I'm, Dang. Being I'm being around the bush I'm around the I'm like so now what? And she like we moving and I'm like uh. I got drunk as a bitch that Come night, on. bro. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think about I that one. I got drunk as a bitch that night, bro. I was just like...
0: I was like, oh, no. I said, fuck. I don't know what the fuck I'm yeah, finna do, bro. Because yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't prepared, bro. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. And then I not even just that. Like, I, I had my own crib, own car. Nice paying job. Like mm-hmm. It was just like... I'm like, fuck. I'm finna give all this shit away. Yeah. And leave even start over. So, I'm like... So, I'll drag. <sighs> so, now you look at it as... She like, well, you know, um, I leave in November. And I'm like, now it's really yeah. fire on your ass. She like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. So, nigga, November come quickly. I planned to move in December. That came quickly. <laughs> so, bro, I had no plan, dog. I know I had to sell a bunch of my shit. Mm-hmm. I had to. Only plan I had, bro, when I moved down here was to continue my podcast. Mm-hmm. That's the only plan I had, bro, like. I didn't have like no plan where I was just like, okay, I'm gonna work here, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna have this, I'm gonna have that, nigga. I didn't have time to have that type of plan, bro. And it's like I felt like when it comes to relocation, there's two ways to do it. The first way is usually the way that everybody do it, is like you got some shit lined up mm-hmm. and then you leave. The second it's the type of shit I did, bro. Like, I had nothing lined up, bro. I had nothing. All I knew is no this. job
1: lined up. Nothing, bro. I, I came out here. I didn't have no job. My my family, like, <laughs> if they see this, they thought I had something lined up. i It appeared that I had something lined up, mm. but I had nothing lined up. I came here <laughs> only on what God put in my heart to do. Right. Facts. um Facts. It was. I, I came here with nothing. Now I was. Fortunate and blessed mm-hmm. to be able to have a fiance who transferred her job down here. So it, it made me feel like, okay, Good I can coffee. do this. I'm a man. I can get down there, get a job. Um, and, and that that's what I needed. And I guess God just knew mm-hmm. what, all right, I'm going to have him and her go here, but I'm gonna make sure they got everything they need. They might not think they got everything they need, but they're going to make that move facts and that was it's, it's it was beautiful best thing i ever did so
0: that's good bro that's that's, that's that, that that i i can relate to that because like i said i had nothing bro all i had was faith absolutely like, that's it dog and like the thing is like i said before in the beginning bro like this was the most scariest shit i ever done in my life bro mm-hmm. to have all to have everything uh, yeah it's a start over is the most bravest shit and the most scariest mm-hmm. shit i ever did like I said, I have no regrets on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like one of the like best decisions yeah. I ever made too.
1: Bro, So what was going through your head, man? You're like you was you was selling yourself. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like you gotta take a step back to get forward. Sometimes. Yeah. And, and that's what it was. I mean, you you had to sell your stuff. You had to give up a good paying job. You had to. Yeah. You had your own spot. Um, like, I know you'll do that a hundred times over again, but, but how how did you feel before you left? Like, I know you had a, whew, it was just a, a funny feeling you was walking around with, man. Because at hey that you time, good, hey you good. didn't know. You didn't know you would be no, sitting here right here now. Like, you didn't know that then. So, how was you feeling?
0: Bruh during the days of coming on to about to make that move, getting purchasing in that one-way flight we talked about. <laughs> Remember I talked about that? And you said, oh, nigga, a one-way flight. <laughs> like, <laughs> purchasing the one-way flight. And I felt like oh, the emotions I was going through for a week before leaving, like the week I was just like, am I making the right decision, bro? Like, am I willing to start over? Am I willing to go through this? this struggle because i mean like it's going to be a struggle for those who remember it's going to be it's not going to be the cert. it's not going to be just fame bro it's going it's going to be a struggle and it was just like my whole thing was the whole time bro i don't know about because we both did the same thing like we both took our girls and we relocated yeah my whole thing was i just hope she's strong enough to last the storm bro yeah I just hope she that that was that was in my head. I was I just hope she's strong enough, bro, to ride this wave because the shit ain't gonna be like it was in the city for a Mm -hmm. while. So it's like my whole thing, I was thinking to myself, I always felt like I'll be okay. I I adapt to any situation I'm put in. But like, my girl, are you gonna be are you gonna be okay with this wave, my nigga? Because it's not gonna be It's not gonna be like peaches and cream. Mm -hmm. And like she she definitely adapted. She definitely rode the ride the way and currently still does, bro. So it's like we still go through, you know, certain times or whatever, but at the same time, it's just like we still both happy that that money we made that decision. Absolutely. So like what's your what's your um what's what's been your pros and cons living down here?
1: Okay, pros and cons. All right. Like my brother Denzel, he he uh, definitely got a good opportunity to to live in a nice a uh, nice area. So, but what I I noticed, a lot of people that move down here, they go straight to Forest Lane. And if you don't know what Forest Lane is, yeah, Forest Lane is the hood in North Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> right there where Mo, Lane. Right there where Mo three was from. Forest Lane. And um so we did that as well and um because we was looking for all right we're gonna make this trip we're gonna get down there we trying to get a cheap apartment just for a year or two until we get our stuff right so a cheap apartment um but i mean we all right so we we came here yeah it's kind of north dallas is kind of hoodie but they're doing so much gentrification Mm -hmm. and you know so even since we've been here it's been a dramatic change um so that's so if i can say one con try not to get and really do your research when you're coming down here um and where you want to live because if not if you really don't know the area you will be attracted to lower rental prices which will end you'll be ended up in a i ain't gonna see a bad area but it's a hoodie area it's just a you know what you're gonna see in a hood a hood environment mm-hmm. so um one con is probably that uh another con is the slow texas drivers um slow man, nigga, slow. Nigga, to fuck
0: slow. they did bro honestly i feel like i'm gonna let you finish now I'm gonna yeah, get on my
1: yeah. i'm gonna let you finish like People from here, they say it's, nah, it's these out-of-towners. They come up in here, they drive slow. No. It's some people that was born and bred here that drive slow. Now, I know in the last 10 years, this DFW area is booming. It's, I mean, I remember just uh, last year, it was like 500 people moving here every day from just California. Um, Now, that is crazy. So, yeah, is it is it getting kind of packed? Would you say yeah, a lot? So uh, too many people are moving here. Well, there's a lot of people moving out as well. So I'm not going to say it's crazy packed. It's just it seems like it seems like that because people can't drive here. That's what it is. But mm-hmm. um man, the highways like everything is open and it's and people still go about 60 on the highway sometimes. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. So hmm.
0: Okay, my pros ahead. and cons, bro. The pros is the opportunity. That's okay. definitely one of the pros. The the, the better way of living. I agree uh, with that. The weather, of course. I agree um, with that. The activities, the that the the shit that you could do is more options than my city had. Like, Endless, as far as, like Endless. the clubs, yeah. strip clubs, the bars, the fun times. Like it's just like it's so much shit to do yeah. down here. That's like one of the top pros. And not even just that. Like I feel like um, I'm closer to my brother. You know what I mean, being down here, so it's like it's different. It's definitely that's definitely one of the like one of the pros. Like it's just a better way of living. It give me a a good vibe, bro. Like yeah. I feel like I feel good waking up in the morning and seeing blue skies, yeah. good weather, you know. What I mean being able to open up my blinds in the crib and seeing the sun shine through. Yeah. Like it that, those are just vibes that's undeniable, man. Yeah. Like, so but the cons.
1: Talk, the to, cons, me. talk to me. talk to me.
0: I feel like, and it's not a type of people that's from Texas or whatever, I feel like they kind of like mentally slow. Like, we from like North. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like they kind of like, they, they catch on slowly. Like, mm-hmm. they catch on slow. Uh, the drivers, they don't know how to drive. No, Either drive slower, they don't know how to drive. It ain't know other option. They ain't no good option. You know, usually yeah. they don't know how to drive. They they don't know how to drive, or they do know how to drive. They do yeah. know how to drive any even an option now, <laughs> Take about 45 of, seconds just to
1: turn. Man, a lot of them motherfuckers <laughs> don't know how to drive. <laughs>
0: Um, of course, uh, when there comes opportunity, there comes a lot of job availabilities. One of the cons I don't like about it is a lot of them ain't paying you shit. Mm-hmm. So um, that's one. That's another one. Um, another one is how the city overreacts when it when snow and ice and shit like that. Yeah. It's like, bro, invest in some fucking salt and get this shit over yeah. with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's one of the cons too. How they shut the whole fucking city down when there's an ice storm or some snow or something like that.
1: Yeah, and to to piggyback off of that, like, just last year, it yeah. it was supposed to have been since, like, 1980-something since it snowed in Texas or yeah. something. Man, it was, as soon as that, that snow touched that concrete, man, everything shut down, bro. Like, <laughs> man, like I couldn't even get out the house. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, in VA, all the roads is asphalt. It's like a dark, dark-colored roads. And mm-hmm. um, we use salt. Yeah. And um but out here I guess they use Sam, but I, I just think they need to prepare better for storms. Facts. Like it's too many people here. It's it too big. This this it's too much. Um for them not to be as Get y'all
0: shit together. Prepared.
1: Like they're not prepared <laughs> like they should be.
0: Get your shit together. But yeah, I think that was like really the uh pros and cons and shit like that about Texas. But it then again yeah. Like I said, bro, I'm glad you moved on I met I met a real one. I met a good guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Likewise, like, bro. I, Likewise. I definitely hit off with him as soon as we seen each other. We we Absolutely. definitely connected ASAP. But we connect on so many other things and that's the other segment that we finna get into on this podcast. Um I got a question, bro. Yes, sir. You currently in a healthy relationship. We finna get into some, <sighs> <finna> get into <sighs> some things, bro. I mean, I, I know a lot of y'all messy people was waiting on this, but <sighs> we finna get into some things. Um,
1: yeah. You now, in a healthy relationship. So, do you
0: feel like it's a disconnect with you having single friends or your woman having single friends? Did you feel like having single friends uh, is healthy for a healthy relationship?
1: Um, Okay. So, if you're lifelong, y'all grew up together, I get that. Yeah. You know, I, I really do. But if you just met someone and you want that person, y'all want to link, y'all want they want that person to be your friend, yeah. and you in a good relationship and they single as a dollar bill, <laughs> you gotta understand what they thinking about. They not when y'all go out, you just want to have a good time while they they eyes wandering. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They trying to holler at something. They trying to see what's up with something. While you just trying to have a good time Go back home to your queen Right And and it's just I mean I'm not saying that it can't work But The percentage Of you Meeting someone Who's already in a good relationship Y'all gonna kick it off Way faster And The vibe is gonna be better Facts. So I think it can work But It's it's just tough It's tough I, I would rather have my guys, my boys, I would want them to have queens. Mm-hmm. So that's just me. I
0: think though, honestly, it is a deficiency in it. I do feel like um, I'm not saying that there's not single women out there that don't want the best for her home girl that's in a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. or there's not single men out there that want the best for their home, their home boy. To, to keep their healthy relationship alive Yeah But that's a thin line bro And especially down here in Dallas Like down here in Dallas They have Ooh, these groups bro. Yeah. Like that you can get added to On these social media platforms And you meet people Like you meet friends And shit like that And like Some of those people Don't even be having The best interest yeah. in yourself They just looking for a game As far as like They just looking for somebody To hang out with Because they fucking bored mm-hmm. Or they ain't got no friends Or they ain't got nothing So it's like Um my girl was a part of that group. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She was a part of one of those social um, media groups. But Black
1: Dallas? or It was
0: some other shit. Okay. I think it was beauty. Some other shit. Okay. But she gave it a try. and You know what I mean? And it wasn't successful. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it wasn't successful. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm not saying that everybody yeah. on there is, is there, they got the wrong idea of being a friend or being there for a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like... There is a gray area in being in a relationship and having single friends. Like, yeah. single people <laughs> do single shit. I was single before. Yes. You were single before. So, it's like, if we all hanging out. Like, say say if I'm single. And I'm hanging out with C. Lee. And we chilling. We kicking it. And these girls walk past. And I'm like, hey, come over here and talk to me. Yeah. So, me being a single nigga going after a girl. And she come over to home, girl. She going to uh, instantly go directly to C. Lee. Like, mm-hmm. well, fuck it. Because... Two birds or a feather gonna flock to motherfucking right, together. Right, so right. I got a girl, he got a girl. Right. So it's like that's just sometimes that's how it works. People be undeniable about that, but that's how that <laughs> shit works sometimes.
1: And it's crazy because I feel like first that's a red flag right there. Just because if you my boy, like I feel like you know I got a girl. Why would you even put me in a situation where I gotta act single? Mm-hmm. Or and that's just for a a a, a person that's mentally not mature enough mm-hmm. that they'll go with the flow and they'll mm-hmm. start to act single um so just it's good to be mentally strong mentally mature in your relationship because it, it do get t- it, it does take time to get to that point where you're just not going to take any nonsense or you you're not going to act or do any single life behaviors yeah yeah you know not yeah. saying that you wouldn't have done that the first couple months <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? But when you establish in your relationship, you're mature in, in your relationship, you know it you know if if you hanging out with your guys and one of them might be single and he and he just putting bad vibes in the you know You show. know to the
0: disconnect your fucking self. Yeah. I mean y'all out having a good time, the mimosa's fine for the women, mm-hmm. the liquor fine for the niggas. It's just like sometimes niggas just wanna see if they still got it. Yeah. Sometimes women want to yeah. see if they still got it. And they could probably flirt. A woman probably flirt. They ain't gonna take it no further than it is. Some people do. Some people don't. But I mean, like, I believe that everybody can be, you know, a little flirty at times, dog. Yeah, like, yeah. but that's just. I feel like that's human nature. Mm-hmm. That's just some shit people do. Some people don't do it. Some people do do it. But right. For the most part, that shit is human nature. But as far as women and us being single mm-hmm. and shit like that, like, do you feel like? Your upbringing with your mm-hmm. folks play a role in you, your, your love life or you hurting women or, you mm. know, the selection of women that you had. Do you feel like your upbringing play a part in that?
1: I feel like the bad parts of my upbringing makes my relationship. And I, and I, know, and I know I get it, you know, God does everything for a reason. Yeah, but I felt like I wouldn't even be in a relationship I'm in now if it weren't for certain parts of my upbringing. Um, you know, so yes, I do believe it. It played a part. And and by the way, if I didn't answer this, I, I'm in a great relationship. Absolutely love my girl. Um, for sure, my fiance. Um, man, we barely argue. We man, we good. I haven't been good in a relationship ever like this with my girl. So. Um but yes, I do believe a lot of things in my childhood it trickles like it people think it goes away. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it,
1: it, yeah. it 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 stays with you. And you know, um I guess you just got to come up with tools to be able to manage it. And I guess that's maybe what therapy is, but you know, you can't say the T word around black folks, you know. They they, they, they deny you know, about it. That's not a about that's not a good word to really say in a, around a group of black folk, but that's that's just how I feel, you know. Um, but yeah.
0: They deny you about it. But I feel like my relationship with my parents as far as like the mm-hmm. love that I felt like I wasn't getting definitely played a, a big role in the type of women I went after, the type of things I did to yeah. women. Um, the type of uh women i found interesting you know um i was big on like trauma bonds like i was mm. i was big on going for women who had trauma you know what i mean and i feel like women who had trauma made it more easier for me to adapt to them and because i was walking it. around
1: with it someone that's been through mm-hmm. trauma you can see trauma yeah you just you, you can feel the shit oh man you can feel
0: it though yeah you can feel it um I feel like it definitely played a role. I feel like the, the love or the relationship I have today, I think that didn't play a role. I think it was just me trying something new, doing something new, Mm -hmm. going after, just taking a risk on some shit. Like, you know, going with the flow with my heart and, and, and allowing myself to love somebody, allowing somebody to love me. Mm -hmm. I was real big on that bro. prior to the girl I have now. So it's like,
1: yeah. <laughs> I was real
0: big on that shit as far as like not knowing if people had the um, the right um, what can I say Attention, intentions on yeah. fucking with me it, when I was single. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I definitely feel like my folks did play a fucking role in mm-hmm. that and my childhood trauma. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like childhood trauma we all carry that type of shit around. We all still carry some type of trauma like you said before like that shit don't go away.
1: Mm-mm.
0: That shit stays it do matter how much I, I feel like me i'm a believer in therapy bro but sometimes some therapy some therapy can't help some certain certain things that you go through certain things that you've been through like therapy is like a band-aid it's Mm -hmm. just somebody being able to listen to your problems Mm -hmm. and being able you know mean you like hug you Mm -hmm. like make you feel loved make you feel accepted because A lot of us though we downplay how we really feel on a day in a day out basis especially as black men bro like we downplay how we feel a lot a lot of us are walking around with some trauma Mm -hmm. and shit that will never go away and sometimes that trauma and them bad vibes usually chase the women that's for us away Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and that's not a good way to that's not that's not the way to go but Sometimes yeah. this is what it happened Like as far as childhood trauma bro Like Do you feel like You carry any of that around Bro
1: I carry so much of it around Um I, I feel like I'm in the middle Of my healing Um But man I carry so much it, Just feeling like You didn't get the love You got mm-hmm. Um Just feeling Mishandled mm-hmm. Feeling Uh Undervalued mm-hmm. Um Overlooked And uh I You know a lot of my trauma have to do with my parents um love my parents um they did the best they could um you know they for what they knew they did the best they could but sometimes just because they did the best they could that don't fix you Mm -hmm. um you know Oh man, I just felt like I didn't get the love I needed, man. And yeah. even even in my adult life, as a as a black man in America, you need a village. You need you need your your blessings from your mother, your father, your siblings, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins. Like you just need a village if you're gonna if you're gonna make it in this world, you need a healthy village. Yeah, you can't do it alone. You can't just start cutting everybody out your life. And just think you can live alone because it's going to catch up to you. And then you're going to find yourself reaching back out to those same people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you know, when do you – so when when do you – because sometimes it can be a two-edged sword. Like, do you take option A, cut your family off, and not have a family?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or do you take option B Where you just deal with You just gotta deal with The people God put In your life You just you just got to deal with them
0: I feel Honestly bro A is always necessary And I feel that way because You At the end of the day We all have a choice mm-hmm. You don't have to deal with nobody I mean Even though it, Even though Just like if Like these computers Was put in front of me That doesn't mean I have to use these motherfuckers yeah. You know what I'm saying Like it's a choice i I'm, I'm choosing to use it. absolutely so it's a, it's i am I'm, I'm having a choice daily so i I always go with plan A bro because yeah. it's like if you're not healthy for me mentally dog, mm-hmm. there's no point in you being in my life, no matter yeah. what type of family we are you know what I'm saying, so it's <laughs> yeah. like i always i have a better relationship with my brothers than I have with my parents bro mm yeah, you know what I mean I have a way better relationship with them, so it's like I definitely suffer from like childhood trauma, bro, day in, day out. Like I feel the same way as you. Like I feel like I wasn't loved correctly, yeah. so I went after other women to try to replace the love that I wanted from my parents. And that type yeah. of love is such on a higher uh Richter scale. Mm-hmm. To to put to to put yeah. a woman on that type of to put to put up that type of obligation on a woman was very selfish of me. Mm-hmm. So it's like I know that was an obligation nobody could ever fulfill but our parents. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I just feel like, all right, they they like. Don't get me wrong, like Blur said, I love my parents, but I mean, like, my life was never easy, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it was never like never. peaches and cream as never. far as like I felt like I was loved and I was like, no, bro. Like as a yeah. kid, as a kid, I did feel like you know there was love and like my mom, like they, like it was a it was mm-hmm. their responsibility, you know. What I mean, my dad wasn't there in the crib, but mm-hmm. you know, my mom. She was there, and she had to hold that type of responsibility. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like childhood, she was like that's cool. I mean, that was your job. I just feel like you, as a parent, your job never ends. Mm-hmm. And I feel absolutely. like absolutely. And when I became an adult, bro, I feel like they felt like their job ended. Yeah, I still feel yeah. that way today. I feel like yeah, they feel that their job is done. They don't have to. They don't have to be there for me. And at all, my brothers, bro. Honestly, I was always the person that was just okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can't do something? Okay. Mm -hmm. You can't do this? Okay. You can't do this? Okay. You can't do that? Okay. I can't even vividly give you or tell you or tell my audience, like, the last time my parents done something for me, bro. I can't even tell you, bro. Wow. Wow. I can't even tell you. Like, for real. And I feel like a lot of people, like my parents, they feel like if they give you a call or they talk to you, like... that's it my job is done i gave you a call i checked on you but no bro it's it's more it's more to it like like i said like i can't i can't even give you even moving down here i can't even give you yeah a a time where they was there for me since i've been down here or gave me some or been there for me since i've been down here like i can't even vividly give you an example or a time bro
1: now now do that make you I know it did for me. Do it make you numb over time? Cause I I don't like that numb feeling. Yeah. It, it it makes me it makes me feel like I'm a bad person sometimes. Like man, I should be loving you even though you hurt me. I should be loving you, and I'm not doing that. What what is wrong with me? Why am I so numb? And and that's man, childhood trauma affects your. Decisions as an adult. Yeah. Man, when when I tell you, um, as, 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 with relationships, mm-hmm. man, I run. I run like an Olympic athlete. Like, mm-hmm. for me, the things that I had to go through growing up, and if I, if I felt like if I didn't get the love, the moment I see that you ain't got no love for me, and you're, I mean, think about, I, I was dealing with my parents and my um, not really my siblings I'm real good with my siblings um, Outside my brother But yeah. that's another story for another day But just It, it made me run if, if, if it was anyone else in the world And if I didn't feel no love I'm gone You ain't gonna see me And <laughs> in a lot of relationships I've damaged a lot of women By getting their time And maybe it was just something with me Maybe I won't write. Yeah. And I just, I wasted a lot of women's time and, you know, just ran, man. Like, what happened to you? I haven't, one day you was here, the next day, gone. Yeah. Man.
0: In and out. a bank (laughs) robber.
1: It's a toxic trait, but trauma made me, trauma made me that way. You know, I'm, in the process of getting some some healing done, but trauma made me that way. It's so easy, like my single toxic trait. I literally can leave someone alone and never deal with them again.
0: Dog, that's it. And I'm the same fucking But but, but,
1: but, but check this out. I'm gonna sleep so well tonight, and I'm gonna sleep so well tomorrow. Like, is that toxic? I don't think that's toxic. I I think it's more of, bro, I don't think
0: it's toxic. I think it's more of numb, that numb effect.
1: The numbing from my childhood trauma has crossed over to my adult relationships with people. It don't have to be a love thing. It don't have to be a boyfriend, girlfriend thing, just people in general. That trauma has, has transferred now in my adult life where it makes me so easy to leave anyone alone. The numbing effect, dog. So that's why I asked you, like, is the numbing like that? Numbing just don't feel. I I feel like I shouldn't have to do that in life.
0: Honestly, dog, I feel like it's more of like 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 who mishandled me. Yeah, it's more of it's. I think I think feeling numb is 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 a trait of not accepting the reality of this is what's going on and this is what it's going to be. That's true. I feel like that's the hardest part about, especially when you're dealing with your parents, bro. Like I feel like that's that's the hard, hardest part about it is accepting that like what I want them to do (laughs) or how I want them to be, bro. I'm not going to get that. You know what I mean? And I still have trouble accepting that today, bro. I still have trouble accepting (sighs) the fact that like they, they, they're not going to be the way I want them to be. They they're not going to be that way, and, and, and like how old, how females be saying like I be wanting the bare minimum for a nigga, I be wanting the bare minimum <laughs> from people, bro. bro. And some people still can't give me that, bro. Yeah, they still can't give me that. It's like I've been a good person. Yeah, I am a good person, bro. And I'm still I'm still fighting for some shit that I feel like I'm obligated to have from mm-hmm. them. Y'all ain't dead. Y'all yeah. still alive. Like I'm obligated mm-hmm. to feel that feeling from y'all. I'm yeah. obligated to still feel comfortable coming to y'all about anything yeah. or coming to y'all for something. Period. Yeah. I still should should still have that that leeway, bro. Mm-hmm. But I don't.
1: And, and it's crazy you say that because I I've been in phases in my life where am I obligated or am I entitled? Like do do they owe me what I feel like? should get me but you know what I, they do I feel like yeah I feel like, if, I feel like if you bring someone here who didn't ask to be here mm-hmm. I feel like you just don't raise them up okay you got food in your stomach you got a roof over your head all I got is until you turn 18 and I throw you into the world and that's it and all I gotta do is give you a call here and there just to show you hey i'm thinking about you and i'm good no yeah
0: yeah i mean like the thing is sometimes it ain't even about a motherfucking calling you because they think about you It's about they calling you because they want something or they want to know something Mm -hmm. it ain't about like i'm trying to figure out where your mental state at like bro see i'm not
1: ask me how i'm doing ask me how i've been bro
0: listen i'm I'm, I'm (laughs) telling you and and i really hope that my parents don't feel a way about this because this is my truth and this is uh, this is my platform and I'm going to speak my truth on my platform. Absolutely. You got to. And the thing is, like, since I've been down here, bro, there's only been one person that been there for me the whole ride, bro. And that's my brother, Trail. Okay. He been there for me the whole ride, bro. Like, he effortlessly called me. You need something. You need this. You need that. Like, he effortlessly do those things, bro. He's not entitled to do those things. My parents is entitled mm-hmm. to do that. Not my brother, bro. But, like, my brother has effortlessly... Shout out to Trail, bro mm-hmm. Has I appreciate the fuck out of you You know that Effortlessly called me Every time I, Even when I didn't need nothing It just feel good To know that like If I need some somebody, I can go to him Yeah, You know what I'm saying Somebody care, you know So I don't right. have that relationship Or that Like I didn't I don't have that type of Bond or a relationship With my parents Like I don't even have to, to keep it real with you To be honest I don't even have a relationship With my parents, bro
1: I'm with you. <laughs> like I'm I'm, I'm I'm with you like I I was I don't
0: have a relationship with my parents.
1: Just today I was thinking like I wonder if they think about me or they purposely don't call me or purposely don't want to talk mm-hmm. because at at where I am like I don't I've gotten to the point where I can't even be on the phone with my dad for more than ten seconds. It's, it's, it's the vibe ain't right. We yeah. end up it's arguing it's about ain't. stuff that happened ten years ago. It's like ah, uh, it, it's This it, can't give me a, a it, it's casual like, conversation. It's, it's like you you can't talk to him. Yeah. It's like I can't talk to my parents first, I, I, maybe I could if there was an established relationship, but yeah. I have no relationship. Like, mm-hmm. man, it's not a good feeling. It hurt,
0: bro. It hurt. The thing is... This this is a conversation black men hide from. They don't talk about this. They don't bring this up. But like, if you really want to know why you' such a shitty person, or you really want to know why you can't keep a person happy, or you can't find somebody, bro, sometimes it's it's that inner it's that inner child, bro. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's that it's that fight that you've been fighting for so long. You still want answers for. You still want some improvement from people, and you're you're not gonna get it, bro. Like, a lot of people look at it as like a relationship, as far as like. Calling a motherfucker or something like that. Like, no, about a relationship with my parents, a relationship with somebody Mm. is being able to be open with them about any and everything. Being able to come to them when you in need, them being able to come to you when you when they're in need. Like, I don't have a relationship with my parents, bro.
1: It is so much my parents don't know about me and the stuff where it's it's been situations where I needed the counsel of my father yeah I mm-hmm. needed the advice of my mother yeah. I. but since there was no true relationship mm-hmm. I had the whole I had to keep it to myself or, yeah. or, or my girl know
0: yeah. yeah I had to
1: keep so much you know my 20s from 20 to 30 I had to keep so much It's it's been life's biggest challenges that I had to, over, I had to do it my on my own. I, I didn't have a, a a dad that son. I got you. Mm. You gonna? It's gonna be hard. When it get hard, just let me know. I got you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. And if you need anything, I got you. Yeah, I like I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't that. know what that is.
0: <laughs> oh God! Like I don't, Shout I don't out know to y'all who got that. If got y'all
1: that. got that, I ain't got that. And and it's crazy because I've I've been around people who have that. And I look it's at weird, it's, a it's Weird, dog. So it's, it's so weird. It's so you like,
0: bro. How, what did you do to deserve? What did you do to get that? And I-, I ain't gonna say deserve because I mean, like, they be, are your parents. They bought you here. They are being yeah. your parent. But it's just like, damn. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. how that shit feel. Bro.
1: Like, just to give you a quick instance, and this is, it's so bad with me. It's not even parental. Like, I. It was like me and my fiance. We went to her people out here. They they live. In a town called Little Elm, yeah, um, and I see how they get together and do stuff as family, and I and now I'm watching my fiance's family, how her cousins, how they talk to their kids, and how they all come together, mm-hmm. make sure everybody's spending time and talking to each other every week, making sure they they, man, it's just a camaraderie. and like every everything is is beautiful. And I'm Mm -hmm. just sitting there looking at all of them. I'm in their house, and I'm looking at all of them, and I feel so out of place. It's so weird to me watching them love on each other. Mm -hmm. Now, that trauma, I feel like trauma, that's why you got to nip a lot of stuff in the bud. You got to find ways to heal. Because if you don't, and if you let things linger, you're not going to know the difference of what's right and what's wrong. Right, like I shouldn't be sitting in the house feeling weird, and all I'm seeing is love. You know, that's
0: crazy how they make you. Yeah, that's. that's And then,
1: but but when I go out, and what I think love is, because of trauma, that's not really what it is. So always, always make sure to know like the real definition of love and what love looks like, what it feels like. Because man, I know so many people that they've gotten into relationships, mm-hmm. and it's so toxic. Toxic, but man. they good. Yeah. And I'm looking at it on the outside like, oh my god. Yeah. You ever been, you ever you <laughs> ever did that? Have you ever had like a, a dude that you knew or whatever, like, and you saw him and his girl, and it was like, it's so toxic. Yeah. But they together, they making it work. It's like, hey, yeah. it couldn't be me. <laughs> But yeah, Yo,
0: this bro. been a hell of an episode. Yeah. Uh bro, I appreciate you coming yeah. through. Yeah. I appreciate you coming and doing your thing with me. Um, speaking on some very touchy topics, dog. Some people they, they they don't be comfortable with talking about this type of stuff, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? Like I said, prior to us getting on this podcast, we we had a relationship already. Yeah. So it's like we already knew what type of time we was going to yeah. be on the day on this podcast, yeah. but uh we ran over the time i it, it, <laughs> yeah. but it was good That's though great. it was yeah. good bro because it was some things that um it it, it some shit i got to talking about in the spirit i feel a little better now because i was mm-hmm. able to open up and yeah. you know what i mean relate to somebody who you know
1: definitely some go therapy. through the
0: same type of shit i go through but we got to run this back one time yeah, dog yeah, man, we got yeah. to run this yeah. back um uh, it's called Broken Home Part One. We are gonna do a Part Two,
1: absolutely. Again,
0: bro, because I, I feel like it's still a lot of shit that we need to cover. A lot of shit I want to say. I know it's a lot of shit you want to still say. So
1: haven't even, I haven't even went scratch the surface. I haven't yeah. even went in for real. I was just, I just told you stuff that was off top of the head. Just type shit.
0: You got uh, anything you want to say before we get off it up?
1: Oh man, I appreciate you, Denzel, man, for having me on, giving me an outlet for me just to share. Um, some some personal things and, and mm-hmm. I definitely look forward to um, to coming back on again. And man, you, you're my guy, bro. For sure, yes sir. For sure, yes sir.
0: Before we get the fuck off here, I am gonna hit you with one more question and yeah, we sir. gonna end this shit. All right. right? A fifty credit score. Okay. Four thousand dollars weekly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or a two million dollar pay, payout. Which one are you taking and why?
1: I'm gonna need them four bands a week. Um the reason why I say that I feel like the eight fifty credit score I can look on my my credit report and that four bands a week I can pay off my credit and I can pay off uh you know someone that that does credit restoration to get yeah. that eight fifty back mm-hmm. um the two million I feel like I ain't never had two hundred thousand I ain't never had like I feel like if you give someone who's never had that much money Mm. that money, they're going to run through it, and they might make some really drastic and bad decisions before they get to the point where I need to do this and I need to do that. But before you get to that point, it could be gone. Yeah. You know, so I think the four bands for life— it gives you time to take a couple L's to get your mind yeah. right, to get educated with your money. So I, I'm going to take them four bands.
0: I need the two M's. <sighs> I'm going to yeah. do the two. You, don't you know it's going to take what, you 10 years to get two million?
1: If you know what to do with money. Take the two million. Take the two million. <laughs> but if you trying to lay out a plan for yourself. Take the four grand a Maybe take the four bands right now. And
0: hey, it's man. a week. That's a week. This is old man. It's been another episode of the Straight Facts Podcast. Like I said, I got C. Lee up here, man. Yes,
1: sir.
0: We out. We appreciate y'all.